Coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, we're previewing the running back position, which looks pretty different on paper heading into 2023. Will the rushing attack be as good as it was in 2021 and 2022 with a new look team? All that and more on this Monday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Welcome in Eagles fans to a Monday edition of the show. I'm Louis DiBiase alongside Gino Camilleri. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And every day this week, we are going to be pre Reviewing Philadelphia Eagles training camp, which, crazy enough, is one week away from tomorrow. Next Tuesday, players will report. Am I correct there, Gino? Right next Tuesday. Am I? We came my to mind? that realization. Yes. Yes. The I wanted to make sure because last time mm-hmm. I got the date wrong. This time we are correct, and it's crazy that we're that close. But we previewed running back. I should say quarterback on Friday. Today we're talking running back. Tomorrow receiver. Going to roll through the entire 2023 roster. And as I mentioned, uh, you know, before the theme. This team on paper at running back looks very different for the first time in a long time. Even, you know, going all the way back to 2019, you knew Miles Sanders was RB1. He brought you the most consistency at the position that they had had since LaShawn McCoy. And Boston Scott has been here since that point. Um, Kenneth Gainwell took over for Jordan Howard as that, you know, third guy in that rotation. And so you kind of knew what you had for years. Now it's completely different. Miles Sanders is gone. Sure, you have Gainwell and Scott, but your two lead backs now, two brand new players, DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny. And although it is different, I really like what the Eagles did this offseason. The approach they took at running back, it's inexpensive. They're barely spending $3 million combined on Penny and Swift. I think it's as efficient as it was with Miles Sanders. And to me, it's more versatile. So I'm really excited about this group. Jeff Darlington had a very intriguing tweet today, and I saw you interacted it with it as well. If the devaluation of running backs continues, I wonder if the league and the union would ever negotiate a rule limiting the number of years for a running back's first contract. It would cause a running back to get to market faster and also makes teams less inclined to draft and dump. Well, Lou, who was the person that really started this trend and one of the front runners? It's Howie Roseman. He has always been that way. He hasn't paid big money to a running back since, who you mentioned, LaShawn McCoy. Even as good as Miles Sanders was, look at his market. We were yeah. talking about the most few... guaranteed money of any running back in free agency this year. He did. So Howie and... was never going to do that for as good as he was. And we were talking a few years ago, is he going to get Christian McCaffrey money? Well, I don't think any running back ever again is going to get Christian McCaffrey money. And the Derrick Henry contracts won't be around for much longer. And a lot of it comes down to how teams are handling it. The Eagles have always been that team, right? Even going back to the Westbrook days, you still had Corral Buckhalter. You still had Deuce Staley. You still had a lot of those guys that they interchanged there. And that's what it's been 
more recently as well, even in the years when they didn't have those big names, Lou, you're still running Josh Adams, Wendell Smallwood. They still had Darren Sproles in the mix there as well. They were trying their best, right? They were trying to go through this committee approach so they didn't put all their eggs in one basket. It's also easier when you always have a mobile quarterback in an elite offensive line, so the Eagles have mm -hmm. been even less inclined to invest in this position than any team. And they're not going to moving forward. And how yeah. they are making their money here is trying to find those guys, which may be on the end of their first contract and trying to get paid. But for running back, what is it really getting paid these days? But they are guys that are trying to work their way into a bigger contract. Rashad Penny. DeAndre Swift, Kenny Gainwell still on his rookie deal. They had that with Miles Sanders last year. And what they want out of these guys is a collective of efficient players, whether it's efficiency in the pass game, the run game. You just have to be efficient behind this Eagles offensive line. And how they are doing it, Lou, is by putting together a pitching staff. These guys all throw different things at you, right? And that's the exciting part about it. As much as you and I were proponents of Miles Sanders, we Still like am. this yeah. backfield right now a lot more because of the depth, right? And because of the almost, versatility. Oh, yeah, you're getting almost the same amount of efficiency, if not more, with Penny and Swift. You're getting more versatility with pass catching when it comes to DeAndre Swift. Mm. And again, you're like this is as good as you can do when it comes to bargain hunting at this. Like when Absolutely. you're saying we're going to go cheap at running back, some teams genuinely like the Eagles in 2018. I mean, that wasn't a purpose. They wanted a giant Clement to work out. Neither one did. So you had Josh Adams and Wendell Smallwood, but Deandre Swift and Rashad Penny being you punting at this position when it comes to financial investments. And you have, I think a deeper, more versatile backfield than you did before. I mean, this isn't always the reality, but I think Howie Roseman knocked it out of the park with this approach and we'll see what actually happened. I, I mean, on paper, you got to see what happens actually during the regular season. Could Rashad Penny get hurt again? Absolutely. Uh, DeAndre Swift, could he deal with injury? Sure. Could I, neither one really mask that or make up that production of Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell goes back to who he was last regular season. Yeah, of course there's that possibility, but for a spot that again, you don't need to invest that much in right now. And that's the reality across the NFL. The Eagles still found a way to bring in some incredibly explosive players. I'm very, look, I don't know if they're going to surpass the, you know, last year, Gainwell, Scott and Sanders combined for 1,726 rushing yards. Is this group going to get there? I'm not sure, but I'll tell you what, you know, I think all purpose yards, I think they're going to surpass what the trio did last year because of the receiving game. I was just going to say that, and especially with DeAndre Swift, right? Respectively, yeah. 2020, he goes through 357 in 13 games. 2021, he goes for 452. 2022, he goes for 389. So let's yeah. say he gets 400 in the air. He averages around 500 on the ground. There's 900 yards right there. Rashad Penny, he's been, when healthy, one of the most efficient runners in the sport. And oh, yeah. let's look at his 2021 season through 10 games, ran through... 749 yards on 119 carries. Add that with Kenneth Gainwell, who last year put up 240 yards on the ground, 29 in the air. You're talking about a collective unit with Boston Scott as well. Maybe a sprinkle of Trey Sermon in there for a game or two. Yeah. That for sure, all purpose, should be on track 
to at least hit that number. That yeah. should be your floor right away. And that's what Howie Roseman's Moneyball approach should be. Just like that scene in Moneyball. Can these three guys do what this one guy does? And that's exactly what the Eagles are doing. All for less of a cost than Miles Sanders is getting paid this year. And they have all yeah. six of these guys that we're going to talk about on this show under contract for very cheap because of simple economics. The running back position it is flooded. There are still guys out on the market right now that you could go and sign. And it's just too sign easy to find camp. production. Yeah. And you know, look, it does suck for these players, but this is the right roster building approach. Mm -hmm. Like the Eagles, 100%. what they're doing at running back is exactly the correct way. And I'll say that even if none of these guys pan out this year, if Penny's hurt all year again, and Swift is not nearly the player Miles Sanders was, and Miles is killing it in Carolina. And I think he's going to have a good year with the Panthers this year. I think Sanders has always been a good player. I'll still tell you every single time, this is the approach to take at running back for sure it doesn't mean they're not important and having a good one will not help it absolutely will these guys are going to be big and I think it's going to add an element to this Eagles offense this year we've said it on shows before that they didn't have over the past few years with mm -hmm. receiving backs but at the same time financially this is the right way to do it and I still think they got an incredible group for the money they spent when you when it comes to like trios they've had right like 2017 they had LeGarrette Blunt, Jay Ajayi, Corey Clement look back to 2015 as well with DeMarco Murray, Ryan Matthews, and Sproles. That's kind of the two ends of the spectrum when it comes to like Eagles trios where they go with a heavy rotation. I'm very confident, you know, this is going to end up more like the 2017 group than that 2015 group, right? Both approaches were the same though. It's, you know, in some injury prone players, different styles, you go cheaper in money outside of the Murray contract, but Again, with 2015, the injuries happened, the regression in play. 2017, all those bargains totally panned out. I'm more confident this ends up like that Super Bowl year than the Chip Kelly year. I totally agree, and we've discussed that we believe that this running back group in total should get you through 17 games. Even right. if one of these guys goes down, you're still going to have a collective of three that you can lean By the way, it's on. not like Sanders was some healthy, always available running back. I mean, so... Yeah, Andre Swift played more games than him the last four years. Yeah. He's debunked that many, many times. And I think that's going to be the same type of season you get out of him. Probably 13 games. And you hope you can get at least 10 out of Rashad Penny. Kenny Gainwell, pretty healthy. Boston Scott seems to see the field a lot. I think altogether... By investing that money more in the pass-catching positions to the A.J. Browns, the Dallas Goddard, the inevitable Devontae Smith contract, and the positions to take away the pass game are much more important, clearly, than the Eagles wanting to run the ball and stop yeah. the run. Even though the Eagles do love running the ball, Howie Roseman doesn't invest in linebacker, doesn't invest in safety, and doesn't invest in running back, and that's just facts. Yeah. But this running back group looks really good. And behind an offensive line this talented next to mm -hmm. a mobile quarterback like Jalen Hurts, I think the sky is the limit for a lot of these young, efficient players. We'll continue to take a look at this room coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. And guys, today's show is sponsored by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and and for free, head over to LinkedIn Jobs, then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions, it makes it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience 
so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and then eventually hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, Eagles fans, we're continuing on this Monday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Shout out to the everydayers. We're back five days a week now with training camp next week, Monday through Friday, right here on Locked On Eagles. Today, we are continuing our positional previews, talking about the offensive side of the football. Friday, it was quarterback. Today, it's a different looking running back room. Now with DeAndre Swift in and Rashad Penny in, Miles Sanders out now in Carolina. But, you know, they do have two of their guys from last year. They have Kenneth Gainwell. They also have Boston Scott, who right now is looking like the fourth running back. He's also going to battle Trey Sermon, who returns after coming into Philadelphia last year. So those are their top five guys right now. Are they going to keep five? I'd say probably more like four. So it might come down to Scott versus Sermon um, for that final spot. Gino, we talked about Swift and Penny a lot earlier. I will say before we get into like Gainwell, Scott, and Sermon, Penny, the signing of Penny, I I think because of the Swift trade and because he's from Philadelphia, he's rocking number zero. He's versatile. He can catch the football. He's definitely a flashy player. They traded for him at the draft. All these reasons. The Penny move is almost, I feel like, gone under the radar now. And I think people don't, and because he's injured so much, people probably just did not watch him a lot. I don't think people understand who this kid can be when he is, and it's a massive if, if he can stay healthy. But when he is on the football field, this guy, again, statistically is the most efficient running back in the NFL. And in this environment with this offensive line, and if they can keep him fresh in a rotation like they did with Jay Ajayi in 2017, having this kind of player, I think, is should not be undersold. Let me ask you this, Lou. Has Seattle had a top 10 offensive line in the last couple of years. No. Have the Eagles had a top 10 offensive line in the last couple of years? Exactly. And efficiency comes a lot into blending your philosophy, players' skills, and the guys that are leading the way, which are called rhinos in the sport, right? And why do you call offensive linemen rhinos? Because they have the biggest heart. And why are guys like Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson so important, not just to the culture, but the play on the field? Because they're going to do literally anything for the team, and they can do everything for this team. So Rashad Penny just has to be the player that he was, right, Lou? He doesn't have to do anything fancy. He just has to run behind this offensive line and be him. And I love that you continue to point out how explosive and efficient he is. Look at any advanced analytic chart on EPA, efficiency, Rashad Penny is at the top. And I know it might come down to Howie Roseman wanting to right the wrongs of Danelle Prumphrey all these years later getting another San Diego State (laughs) running back, but he is a gosh darn good runner. And Seattle, they can run the ball, but not like the Eagles. The Eagles do it differently. They're, They're a top five running team all day long. Add in Jalen Hurts, add in all these guys. The pressure is going to be off of him. It's not just going to be the Rashad Penny show. He's going to be able to keep his legs fresh for 10, 11 touches a game, Lou. I think you can get that's what I want. Six and a half, seven yards of carry. That's not that's what Ajayi was in 2017. I mean, Ajayi had to step up a little bit when Wentz went down because Foles was struggling. But I'd compare him to Blunt saying that he's the forgotten guy, right? Because when Ajayi came in, that was the nice fancy toy, like the DeAndre Swift. 
Now you have Rashad Penny, who you got earlier, but at the same time, he could be just as good, if not no, better. No, in that way, ball. for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. I just mean because Ajayi also had incredible efficiency, just could never stay healthy. So mm-hmm. you always wanted to give him the football more because he's so damn good with it yep. every time he touches it. But for the sake of him in the longevity of the season, you know, even in the Super Bowl, he had, what, like seven touches but still surpassed 70 yards in that mm-hmm. game. He, he was really good. And so that's what I think the approach has to be with Rashad Penny is don't overload his plate. The good thing is you have DeAndre Swift now. Before Swift, it was going to be tough. Penny was going to probably have to carry the load because out mm-hmm. behind him, it's Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott, and I like those two, but Penny's clearly the lead workhorse in that situation. He's the new Miles Sanders. Swift totally takes the pressure off Penny now. You can really rotate a, a four-man backfield, and that's huge because I think that can get Penny through an entire year. You can, As a starter, Gino, you can probably, like you said, rely on him for 10, 11 games, mm-hmm. but in the situation he's currently in, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays every game this year. And having that kind of runner healthy for the playoffs, very important. So I think they're definitely going to take the cautious approach with him. I like what you said with the amount of touches he would get each game. I think that's the right way to do it. And because you don't need him to, you know, carry the load like Miles Sanders mm-hmm. did. And you're going to have your quarterback who believes that the whole thing rests on his shoulders anyway. Right, so if it. anybody's going to take the pressure off in the right, run that's, game, a, that's a fifth runner that you haven't it, even, it's going to yeah. be your quarterback. Right. And, the thing is, you need him to be as explosive as possible. And I hate the term that the NBA uses in, in terms of load management. I, I think that's just a terrible way to phrase it. I love the term pitch count. He has to be on a pitch count, right, yes. And How did they prolong Jay Ajayi to get the best out of him in that 2017 season? You paired him with two other guys that could help ease right. the burden off of him. And he's a guy that has to remain healthy and running behind this offensive line that will allow him to get to the second level. And when he gets to the second level, that's where you win. If he just continues to get battered and bruised, though, time after time, and you're throwing, giving him the ball 20 times a game, it's or, the wrong. let's say even that. 15, it, it's the wrong way to approach. It's the DeMarco Murray approach, right? And th- at least with these guys, though, the scheme seems to fit how these players actually play as opposed to DeMarco yeah. running outside zone when he's a clear power runner, right? Sure. But Rashad Penny, Lou, could he be in the conversation, hear me out, to potentially lead this team in touchdowns? I could see that. Yeah, and I could see rushing yards. It depends on what the volume does look like. But yeah, I could I could see that. I could see him leading this in team. In the red zone, who are you per- giving the ball to? No, yeah. No, I agree. Especially if you want to limit Jalen Hurts' workload down mm-hmm. there, or at least a little bit more, if you want to reduce that. Yeah, I, I could totally see it. So it's going to be interesting. Will he rushing yards? I don't, I don't know, know because I don't know because of the pitch count that he's probably going to be on if I would predict that. But yeah, I, touchdowns I could see. Could totally see yards per attempt, 100%. I think he will probably be your most efficient running back mm-hmm. this year, running the football. But again, I think Swift will be the quote-unquote workhorse in this within this rotation. Kenneth Gainwell is the other guy, Gino. He's kind of the forgotten man here. And, you know, it's interesting. Last year, I think we went into the year with a lot of expectations. I liked what I saw from him his rookie year. Um, thought a jump was coming. 
he struggled to run the football a lot in the regular season, but then he blew up in the playoffs. He has that 90 plus yard rushing game against New York. He surpassed 60 yards or in the NFC championship game, uh, over 40 in the Super Bowl as well. Jalen Hurts relies on him a lot, throwing the football in crunch time, third down, two minute warning. So it, it's kind of a mixed bag with Kenny G. Like how, I don't know which one we're going to get this year. Um, I do think though he's, Definitely the clear number three in this backfield. I don't even know how you label these guys. If it's a one, two, or three, or if it's yeah, a I just mean based a... on probably snaps. If we're doing it with a okay, snap perspective, snaps. I'd say he's. I don't know though because he's going to be used a lot still on third down mm-hmm. and in like two minute drills. He's efficient so inside the tackles, maybe man. Not. And maybe Penny's third in snaps. You can't take away what he did down the stretch, and yeah, he arguably he's really good in the playoffs. In the Super Bowl he's that third down conversion away from like being a, yeah. a big time player in that. But game, now you right? throw in Swift who can catch the football. So is his role in that way reduced? It might be. We'll see how it's they interesting. negotiate their running styles. Like, is there a certain guy you want to run outside with? Is there a certain guy you want to run inside with? They love yeah. to be able to do everything with these guys though. And that's why I feel like Kenny is going to be in favor of these coaching staff is because you can do a lot of everything with him. Sure. Right. DeAndre Swift, the same thing. You could throw him out there and throw him in the pass game, throw him on outside zone. He's going to get outside the tackle box, right? And even our short king, congratulations on getting engaged. Boston Scott can do a lot of those same things as well. So it'll really, to me, Lou, how are you going to use Rashad Penny as, let's say, not say a workhorse, but half of a workload of a workhorse, right? And then throw those other guys in there that are like your curveball, that's like your slider, that's like your knuckle curve, where you could throw the different aspects of this running back game as a matchup base. Yeah. Because Rashad Penny, he's not, I've said he could catch the ball, he has in the past, but out of these three guys that are there, I'd rather give those three guys the ball in the air. And I could actually uh, see some scenarios, Gino, where you know if your second tight end really doesn't pan out a lot this year, would you be surprised if you saw Swift and Gainwell out there at the same time? I mean, Gainwell at times used to line up in mm-hmm. the slot. I, I could see some some twenty two personnel going down. You have to, and they've talked 21. about that so much. And you put out two running backs. You can motion Kenny into the backfield. You can even motion DeAndre into the slot. Both of Especially those guys. Especially if Quez doesn't take before. another step this year, and you need some help in the passing game, mm-hmm. I, I could see it. And with Rashad Penny in the backfield, Lou you got two big guys that you're going to have to take down over and over and over again between him and Jalen Hurts, right? If I'm a linebacker and I have to tackle those guys 15 times a game, and then I have to go hawk down DeAndre Swift or Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott in the pass game, that's a lot to ask It's a deep for. backfield, man. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not a bad problem figuring out what the roles of all these players. And it's, I think it's splitting hairs, honestly. I think it's going to be a pretty even split between the three, mm-hmm. between Swift Penny and Gainwell, I think it'll be a pretty good, pretty good split. Honestly, I think Gainwell can be what you thought Corey Clement was eventually going to become, and he never did. Good I think Gainwell could be that player. I don't think he's going to be your Darren Sproles ever. Um, that I think you have a better chance of having DeAndre Swift turning into that player. But um, I think Gainwell could be the Corey Clement of this offense from 2017, and so it's an exciting backfield for sure. The fourth spot is really where the big question mark lies, Gino. So that's what I want to wrap up the show with. It's Boston Scott against Trey Sermon. And I don't know, maybe they could keep five running backs. I just can't see it because 
I don't know. I mean, Trey Sermon's not really a special teamer, right? And so this is a former third-round pick, though, from the 49ers that has always been efficient when he's out there. Like a lot of these players, he's injured a lot, but he's got a power style that, you know, Scott and Gainwell really don't have. And even you could say Swift, like he has a different element that really only Rashad Penny has. Is that enough to push Boston Scott, who's been here since 2018, and he's very relied upon, very efficient whenever he touches the football. He can return kicks as well. He's a good veteran presence. Um, I think Scott has the clear advantage at RB4, but Trey Sermon, it's not like this is some random scrub pushing. I mean, this was a former third-round pick that played at a big school, and at the NFL, he's had some success when he's given the opportunity. Boston Scott's special teams ability will always... It's a- it's a Keep big advantage. team, right? Yeah. And yeah. especially coming up in big moments and being a giant killer to, mm-hmm. to win, to, to have a guy who comes up big in two games guaranteed every in the single divi- year against the division, in the division, yeah. right? That's, and, you know, I feel like Trey might crush in the preseason. So I doubt you're going oh, to be able to stash him on the, on the practice squad. I think he's going to be a big time recipient of some votes in our Jacory Shepard award. award. I forgot he's, about that. Yeah. He's going to absolutely dominate him and Kennedy Brooks, but it's not a bad problem to have those two guys back there, right, Lou? Because we know Eagles running backs don't always stay healthy. We know these guys don't always stay healthy. And at the same time, you can always look around to other teams' practice squads where the Eagles are always looking and trying to overturn every stone to find another running back. But if yeah. you get three out of those four big names to land, you'll be all right. And on the back end, it's kind of like pick your cup of tea. Do you want another big runner who can be a bruiser type, take the load off of Jalen Hurts Yeah, a little considering bit more? you have the Swift and Gainwell one-two punch already. I, I just Is can't it redundant? I, I don't know. I think know. this That's, team loves Boston Scott, though. Man. team just, building discussion, right? Yeah. And if you're going to go five at running back, which would be a crazy thing to do unless Boston Scott is your full-time yeah, pick and punt returner. Where are you going to go light? Are you going to go two tight ends? I can't see that happening for how much they include you know, them this blocking. Team, again, are going to go four wide receivers? I don't think right. about that either. I'm not no. going light to keep running back when no. I think you could find, if you're in a pinch and you need your fifth running back, with this offensive line and with Jalen Hurts, I'll go find somebody off the streets. I'll, I mean, there are so many options that you can probably and I'll have. I'll let Jalen run the football over. Yeah, him. you'll be just fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not keeping a fifth guy. No, there's, there's no reason to, right? But... Why not keep him on the practice squad? It would be nice to have if you five could. Guys oh, there. yeah. I mean that, and that's why I'm watching Kennedy Brooks maybe even a little more than Trey Sermon because, again, Sermon could name, get poached easy. I think easy. he's going to get poached. Yeah, that's that's why I'm more focused on like let's see the development of Kennedy Brooks this summer. Maybe mm-hmm. he's a guy you can stash on the practice squad. Has more of a thumper mentality, right? And so maybe that's your other guy coming off the off the practice squad. I totally agree, Lou. And four to me is, I would say the betting favorite. Yeah, three would be an outside dog, mm-hmm. but three or four. Just because of the, who your fourth is, like Boston Scott is, I think, an important piece of this team. I think they think that. There was an interesting discussion on Twitter as well about the investment that they've given these running backs. They've barely paid Rashad, many, uh, Rashad Penny any guaranteed money, say that 15 times fast. And mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift was traded for a couple of lower round draft picks. I would say mm-hmm. DeAndre, in terms of investment, you've put a little bit more into him than you have Rashad. Yeah. But I still think they have big plans for these guys. I think Howie Roseman at the running back position, if anything, in his evolution, Lou, has been deliberate. He wants to go about it a certain way. And I think this year, more than ever, he's kind of executed on that, right? He's got four guys that I believe 
his offensive coaching staff can say, oh, yeah. we can rely on these guys. I think it's an unbelievable haul for what they spend. Like the fact that <laughs> you could nothing, get the nothing. fact that you're not even spending three million bucks and you got Insane. DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny, are these top five running backs? No. But I I think most teams would be very comfortable with those two being your yes. top running backs. Absolutely. Yeah. Though, absolutely. So, and especially in today's football. If this was 2003 right. yeah. maybe we we might be having a different discussion let's bulk up a little bit let's get a little yeah. more size guys that might be able to sustain a full season that's why you mm-hmm. had brian that's why you had Carell. that's why you had deuce this is a passing league yeah. uh, athletic league an efficiency league that's what these running backs do you're you're not gonna find the guys that are gonna go for 2.3 yards for 15 carries and then all of a sudden go off for a 65-yard, 75-yard carry. They're not going to give a guy that opportunity. If you're not efficient, you're going to get your opportunities taken away, and they're going to find somebody else that can do it because they paid next to a bag of donuts to get these guys, right? Yeah, I think this isn't a position that's going to break this team, but it can help make it for sure. I mean, it's going to only help having Mm -hmm. the new talent that they brought in. I'm really excited to see how it pans out this summer for sure. Tomorrow, we'll we'll change gears. We're going back to the passing game. We are previewing wide receiver and tight end right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, Monday through Friday. Gene and I, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think of this running back group at Lockdown Birds, at DiBiase, LOE, and at GC24 underscore football. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.